Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to an aggregate of news reports that have come out over the past couple days in terms of when the NBA is going to return. I know everyone is currently in isolation or in social distancing, and this this would be made this whole situation, Riker, would be a lot easier if we had some sports, something to watch, and it's going to it's well anticipated for the NBA to make the its return. And there's there's been a lot of news coming out over the past week or so, seeing how things play out, and uh, some tentative stuff about the NBA possibly returning. Yes, Ben. I mean, the further we get along with this, I, I think it's the less likely that the NBA is going to return, even if Ben, assuming even if you were able to secure the health and safety of players in a game situation, whatever facility that they play in, what is the mm-hmm. likelihood that players are actually going to want to get out there and play if they all have to go to Las Vegas? Likely, they you probably wouldn't bring your family with you. I don't even know if the government is going to allow people to do this. I would imagine it's a non-essential service, Ben. There's a lot of moving parts to it, and there's some pieces that suggest, you know, such as player like guys like Mark Cuban indicating that they think it's likely that the NBA season will return to other factors that just completely make no sense as to why it will return, Ben. So we'll, we'll, we'll break down everything that we're hearing so far. Most definitely. So the NBA right now is going as if the, the season will return. They're acting as if the season will return. That's their plan. Whether it's going to be in May, June, July, they don't know the specific return date. And as you brought up, and we'll probably talk about some of the government side of things, if if it's actually going to be allowed that they can start re- revamp up action. But they, they don't know the specific start date, but they know that if the season's going to return, the sort of dead end, the, the point at which there's no return is around Labor Day when football season, all that's supposed to come back. So if the NBA does return, they're they're looking for it to happen this summer. And that's that's the big thing that we know. So we won't know this season won't be creeping into mid-fall, and it, it's going to happen over the next two, three months. The, the NBA will be back. So that that's what the NBA teams are planning for, that they're expecting a return. And yes, you, you brought up the Las Vegas. The Bahamas has, have been a place thrown around. And the, the idea would be that you take all the NBA players, you'd bring them into one place. If it was in Las Vegas, maybe find giant settings, whether it be, I think, Woj throughout the, the casinos being possibly turned into basketball courts using weird camera angles to film the games. That That's sort of a plan that, that they have out there in Vegas. The Bahamas is another spot. So the idea would be they, they keep them all in one central location and that they'd play out the games. But this this would be a large undertaking to to do for the NBA, but they are such an economic driver, especially in the United States. It's something that I could see, even if obviously they're not essential business, they aren't on the front lines taking care of everything that's going on. But they they would drive a lot of revenue to to a really to an economy that's in a major downturn. So maybe the U.S. would allow for some leniency with the, the NBA. Well, then I'm. <laughs> I'm I'm in I'm nose deep in it right now in commercial banking. I promise you that the NBA's revenues is immaterial compared to the total economic effects of everything right now. So I don't know mm-hmm. if that's going to be a consideration. But we talk about government, and I'm a little bit interested in governance because I'm listening to the Woj report that came out yesterday. That's what spurred on this conversation. And interesting enough, 
I, I didn't know. So I, I read through the CBA agreement. I was trying to find the clause that that mentioned this. And if 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 you're interested listening to this, to go through and read the CBA, page 468 of a near 600-page document, the force majeure clause, it basically says if the NBA is unable to continue due to non-controlling events such as this outbreak would, you know, fall into that category, owners can actually withhold per day or per game cancellation 192.6 of a player's contract. So basically they factor in assuming that every player would play 5.6 games in the playoffs. So basically it's saying if the NBA does not resume, the owners are not in, they're not subject they're not forced to pay the remaining salaries of players so you have guys that have big sponsorship deals uh, or guys that are making those big tens twenties of million dollar contracts per year you know the 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 superstars of the league they probably don't care they can play out the rest of the season but especially for the rookies or the bench guys that maybe they spend a little bit more than they save i could see this ben being a major incentive as to why if the nba is looking to restart the season or continue going without canceling outright if they don't come to an agreement to say no matter what you're vested you're going to get paid i could see the nba players that are not as secured making a push to say well i don't care where it's played out i, I want to make sure i get the rest of my salary and that that brings up the point you brought up earlier because the having a lot of players be having to leave their families be isolated in a central location for a playoff the playoffs go on for two months i'd say they'd make it shortened and they'd probably play less games and make adjustments to the schedule but they'd be without their families likely and in a in a different place not home for a long stretch of time so that would really decentivize a lot of players from wanting to do that and push forward the season but that that point is is essential to be brought up that they want to get paid, though. They want to, to make their money, and with, with everything that's going on, and the fact that the owners can literally withhold money, that that might be a sort of saving grace in terms of getting basketball back, in terms of players really pushing for this to happen. Obviously, the owners and the league want it to happen. But, Riker, what, what's your opinion on this? Do you, do you think that it's it's going to happen, it, it will come back, or are we just going to have to withhold put the season back and the the free agency side of things the the draft free agency that will all have to be pushed back so the contract negotiations all that sort of stuff will be changed it's it's a large undertaking if the season's going to return well that's just it ben and this it would require a lot of planning which is the reason why you can continue to push back the deadline for which you decide but then you're front loading the amount of time that you have then to prepare to unwrap this and you you hit the the nail exactly on the head Ben this is large it's complex it's complicated I don't know if there's been anything like this in many years in the NBA usually if there's a lockout it's player based or it's team based and they just cancel the season so that they're able to resume if we continue to push back the timeline it's going to affect future seasons we'll either have to see a reduced season the following year right or we'll have to make up that time somehow or are going to see like a permanent shift in the season that the NBA season is played, when we see free agency, when we see the draft, to me it makes more sense just to shut everything down. But, again, you can't underestimate the economic factor of this all to say, yeah, this has been a bad year for the NBA due to ratings, the Steph Curry's injury, a lot of shuffling around in the league, everything that went on with China. It's been, NBA has sort of taken a hit as to 
this giant that they've been for so long, and now this has been, you know, an absolute shutdown for them. I, I can see why there's so much pressure for them to want to restart the league, but just in terms of a practical sense, if we remove all revenue loss or gain that they could potentially make, to me, doesn't it not make more sense just to put a halt on, just pretend it's a, another NBA lockout, and then look to restart the season as regular next year? That 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 makes a lot of sense. Both routes, the league is obviously going to be pushing for for something to happen. Maybe get because we've seen large similar. I I I've brought up the analogy before. The WWE is a company with a lot of talent, a lot of people. Obviously, there'd be less bodies they'd have to maintain in a central location, but they've continued to perform and do a live show without an audience in in a central location. So, it's not something that's completely unprecedented, but it would have to be on a much larger scale uh, with the NBA because there's larger teams, obviously rosters, coaches, and then deciding that the camera people has to go out there, the announcers, oh, just the the organization of it would just be extremely difficult, but when there as you brought up all the factors, the the league was people were worried about ratings and the league sort of going on a downward trend before all this stuff happened. So, the, the league is going to really try and innovate, come up with creative ideas to make it happen, to make things, to, to push for this to happen. And if they, could, if they could figure out a way, get creative with all the kind of hurdles that we've brought up, then it could lead to extremely positive impact for the league itself, considering they'd be well, the only major sports league really going on right now. And they, I don't know, Riker, it's... If I had to make a prediction, I'd I'd hope it, it's coming back maybe in June, July. It's also going to depend how the this situation progresses medically. If you know it ties down, if the peak ends up being longer than we expected, but I don't know. I, I'm very hopeful that this I season got will three return points, early ben. summer. I have I have three points. One, one why I think you're right. One why I think you're wrong, and then I got a scenario for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why I think you're right is absolutely. Right, you you can't underestimate that sports is absolutely missed right now. This social distancing thing, we're in the very early stages, and already we see boredom kicking in. We all, we we see people just searching for things to do, right, and looking for positive sources of news, media, entertainment, etc. Right, because everything has been pretty doom and gloom. So I think you're absolutely yeah. right. As one of the only major sporting leagues or events, if they were able to somehow make it work and come back, you would get a lot of attention because people simply don't have anything else to do. Right, that can't be understated. And there seems to be, there seems to be demand both on the consumer side and on the player side. Players have said they want to play. Owners, coaches, they some haven't. Right, but some have definitely said that they are interested in resuming mm-hmm. the season. The reason I don't think that it'll happen or the reason I don't think that you're necessarily right is because ultimately, one, health and safety, right? So if this thing continues to progress, I just don't see them forcing players or even being able to get enough players to come back, right? If it's still a major concern and if it's still following Mm -hmm. sort of the progression that it has. But two, if we're not able to, in one month's time, say... We're definitely going ahead, 100%. Then they put all this planning in. You're going to lose even more money if there's uncertainty and it does get canceled, right? I feel like they're not going to go ahead with all this preparation unless they know for sure that whatever date they set, they're going to be able to play at that date. But, but, Ben, but, what do you think? We used to play, we practiced at a sportsplex. I'm sure anybody listening that's ever (laughs) played basketball or any type of ball knows 
you know, they're, they're familiar with some sort of sports complex where you have multiple basketball courts on one large surface. You can think of it maybe, you, I'm thinking of four courts sort of side by side in a, in a square, so two and two. Maybe, you, maybe you've been to larger place. sports plexes. What's that, Ben? The St. John's Powerplex. The Powerplex, exactly. So if you're, <laughs> picture that. What if they had a facility, four courts, maybe six courts, maybe eight courts. I don't know how big they get in the States. And you have, you know, four to eight games going on at a time. And you have a camera set up so you can record each of them tournament style. And then you can just pump out the games. Because you, re- you can record them and play them at whatever time you want. And then just have back-to-back-to-back games come through every team per day. Hmm? What, what, what do you think of that situation? I think that would be the plan. I, I think that's the NBA's expectations for if this were to come back. They they put them all in one central location. That's why I brought up the casino thing earlier. Turning one of those into a, just a giant basketball court arena sort of thing. That that was the one thing Woj brought up. I know Orlando has been a spot known as, as well-named. And they have, the I believe, the Disney Sports Complex down there. And obviously Disneyland's not, Disney World's not being used for anything. So they, they definitely find a place to throw all the, the people into one area. And they'd be isolated. They, they'd you know be in one central location, not be able to go in and out. So they, they'd minimize the chance that we'd have a Rudy Gobert situation happen again. So that, that, would, be, that would be the plan for, for the NBA. And I think the biggest determinant in all of this is going to be how this plays out, this whole situation, obviously we can't name on YouTube, but if this gets worse, because we're only inching towards the peak of this curve, we're on an exponential growth phase, and obviously there hasn't been martial law or anything put in, so no one goes outside, but we're about to see a lot more cases, a lot of stuff just really build up, and over the next month or so, it's going to be really telling of where we're where we're going to be at as you know, North America, we're speaking specifically in terms of the NBA, how how that situation is going to all play out. So maybe it, it dies down and it's not as big as some of the experts are predicting. And then in June, July, it'll be manageable for them to take the NBA players, throw them in a central location, not have that many worries in terms about health and be able to guarantee that the season be able to play throughout this plan. But if it goes out of control, if everything people just don't stay inside and things the worst case scenario happens then i i think it's unlikely for the season return but if if people listen to the experts the countries and we've seen some downturns in specific areas i know in canada it start to really take off but we we speak, especially italy the the situations being mitigated if we can as a society just make this thing sort of damper out a little bit over the next month or so minimize the the factor i think there's there's hope for the nba to return in the next couple months may june july i'll take that ben uh a hopeful optimism that we will see the return of the nba however personally i at this point i i'm skeptical i'm skeptical mm-hmm. that, that, that's fair it's it's super unpredictable, but we, we just wanted to update everyone on the situation, everything that we've heard, and I guess the last we could sort of talk about is the the free agency and the draft, because the, the draft is obviously supposed to be the summer. The NBA, as of now, is planning on returning. They're assuming the season's going to go ahead at some point, and let's just say it's not been sort of ironed out by May or so. The, the draft proceedings, that's going to have to be pushed back, 
and they can't have the draft before the season potentially doesn't end because they won't be able to make trades. Dealing with all the contracts and, and that sort of stuff, I think we're going to have a clear understanding before June, July. Definitely before June, if the season's going to return. Before, they'll, they'll cancel it before that because I don't think they're going to push back everyone's contracts, do all that work, do all that sort of mediating and all that, and then cancel the season outright. I think we'll see after this next month, once this whole situation gets more understood, whether it's under control or not, more understood, then we'll, 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 be in the, we'll get some news about whether the NBA will cancel. Hopefully we're not getting baited now for the next three to four months until Labor Day happens. I agree, Ben. I think what would most likely happen is we see um, just the full deferral of NBA draft. And because you're not going to have the NBA draft without Summer League, and if you don't resume the season, you're not going to have a Summer League. right? Yeah, you you might be fine. I, I mean, you also want the Combine as well. So if you yeah, don't have the, the Combine... the draft Combine's before the draft, and then the Summer League's after the draft. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting... They, they all have to happen, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you are comfortable signing lower draft picks, you know, late round mm-hmm. or second round draft picks without seeing them play in action in summer league. Also, you know, I don't know how confident you are in the health of players, right? And the athleticism of players, but just if you don't have that eye test from the combine. So I could see actually them deferring all of those events and just having, you know, an extend, like an extension year. So you almost freeze, um, the NBA draft for a full year if, you know, if the NBA season does get canceled. Yeah, and then the contract situation too. Imagine you working at a company and they just freeze your contract so you can't necessarily leave, like leave a team or something. That's that's pretty wild, but it's unprecedented times. It's going to be really interesting to see how everything plays out. And we, we kind of aggregate a bunch of information we gathered over the past few days, especially from Woj. But if we get any more, more new information, we'll definitely make a video on it here. So stay tuned to the Raptors Digest. Stay tuned to all the other sort of videos we're going to be making. Uh, getting creative with the sort of Raptors content over the next few weeks. So subscribe to the Raptors Digest. You're the best to make this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. Riker, you have any last words? Say for me, Ben. Cheers.